Welcome to the Motivational Firewood Radio Show, hosted by keynote speaker, author, and vision board mastery creator, Steve Gamlin. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there, my friend, Steve Gamlin here. Welcome to another episode of the Motivational Firewood Radio Show. We've got a special guest today. Now, this is a young lady that, uh, gosh, we both started our speaking and our coaching right around the same time. Uh, first met about 15, 16 years ago, and it is such a joy to see where her path has taken her. Right now, her path has actually taken her on some real paths, and it's very cool to talk about. So my friend Karen Lynn is here today as a special guest. Karen, welcome to the Motivational Firewood Radio Show. Good morning, Steve. Thank you so much for having me, and it is so nice that we've had such a long relationship. It's nice to reconnect with you. Yeah, yeah, and I remember, it's funny, I was taking notes for this, and I remember when we first were starting out, like, well, what are we going to speak on? What are we going to coach about? And we had a lunch meeting at a restaurant, and most of the lunch meeting, we didn't talk about our businesses. We talked about the mouse that was running laps around the fireplace in the restaurant. Should we or should we not tell the staff? Uh, yes, I remember. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and I do remember that. And I, I do believe we very discreetly told somebody a, at the end of the lunch. But yeah. it's so cool that we're both still doing what we love doing. We've both grown so much with it. And I, you know, I really love the TV show Forged in Fire. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't, where, no. Um, it, it's it's, it's kind of like a game, a competition, not a game show, a competition, where they have these... Uh, people who make knives and swords and weaponry and they come in, they compete against each other and they have these experts that do the judging. And at the end, somebody wins $10,000. What I love most about it is what you and I have done with our entire lives. We're in the fire. We learn stuff. We, we come out as whatever and whoever we are, Mm -hmm. but people like us, when we decide we want to do a change in life, we throw ourselves back in the fire, become malleable again, hammer ourselves into some new shape. Yes. And then we go out and, you know, fight our fight for a number Absolutely. of years. Yes, but exactly. You are a perfect example of putting yourself back in the fire and taking on a whole new journey. So even in the midst of Corona, you're not hunkered in the bunker of your living room or a kitchen table with a, you know, with a Zoom account. Why don't you let everybody know figuratively and literally where you're at right now? Uh-huh. Figurative and literally, I am living in a 22-foot motorhome named Bessie. I am in New England, traveling New England for the next month or so, and then I'm setting out to travel around the United States and then further once we're able to. Um, But yeah, I sold 90% of my belongings a couple of months ago, and I've hit the road, and I have been loving life ever since. Not that I wasn't loving it before. This is just a whole new level of freedom that I've never experienced before. Yeah. And, and unlike some of the other people out there <clears throat> in our industry, we, we actually choose, we, we chose this weird path of living and practicing and going through what we speak on and preach on and coach on and, and all that. Uh, it's not just degrees on the wall. You're actually literally out in the woods right now. I am literally in the woods about 10 feet from a gorgeous river. I'm surrounded by pine trees and other trees with leaves changing colors and it's just, it's just gorgeous. I got to the point where I got sick of hearing myself say, I want to travel the United States in an RV when I retire. Um, because again, I'm all about empowering women. Like that's who I coach. So for me, I'm like, 
I need to empower myself and live what I preach. Not that I haven't lived it up till now, but I knew I needed to take it to a whole new level. And this to me is a whole new level that a lot of people just aren't quite understanding just yet. <laughs> yeah. And now how many people have said, oh, Karen, you're so lucky. Oh, almost everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot I of people. people say that to me too when I, when I left my radio career and I you know, I had a bit of downtime and then decided to become a speaker. And people said, oh, Steve, you're so lucky. I'm like, mm -hmm. have you not been paying attention to the challenges? I mean, what, what part of my life just looks like a birthday cake? Exactly. Full of wishes and, and frosting and all that. It's like, no, 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 no. The fire. That's the important part is the fire. And uh, you are now the founder of Fulfilled and Fabulous After 50. Again, something you and I could not have pulled off when we first started this. We were a little south of 50. A little bit, yep. <laughs> Just a little. Um, perfect time in your life to do this and do it with authority. So why don't you let everybody know what Fulfilled and Fabulous After 50 looks like, sounds like, feels like, smells like. What, what's it all about? Absolutely. So like, as you've already mentioned, my coaching that started over 12 years ago started with one group of people. And mostly I've always worked with women, but it was moms who run businesses and were trying to juggle the family and the business while also making time for themselves. And as I grew older and got more challenges, more education, just more of my own life experiences, I've morphed into this coach who wants to help women who are empty nesters, who've reached that age of 50-ish or, or more, who are feeling like life's passing me by. My kids are grown. I've done my job with them, raising them. They're out on their own. Now it's time for me. I, you know, I had that first career, you know, that maybe was a great salary for me. It was what I was good at at the time, but maybe it doesn't suit my soul anymore. There's, there's more to life than just going to the same job, having the same career for 40 years, if it doesn't fulfill you anymore. Um, so I work with those women who are just feeling lost and stuck and struggling, and they know they want more. They want to feel more fulfilled. Um, their passion was their children for so long, and now there's, there's, they've got a big void in their lives for a lot of these women. So I help them to rediscover themselves, who they used to be before they became a mom and a career woman, those things that they enjoy, help them discover new things, while also having that mindset that at 50, you are still so young and you've got so much life ahead of you, you can go back to college, you can start a new career, you can do anything you want to do. Um, and I actually was just talking to a friend the other day who's got her best friend. One of her best friends is 85 years old. She's going back to college. Like you're never too old to do anything that lights your soul on fire. So that's where I'm at. So I work with women through one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have some courses that I offer if people just want to do like a self-guided type thing but it's all about helping them to feel fulfilled and fabulous after 50, whatever that looks like for them. Love that. And I love how you said, if it doesn't suit your soul anymore, because too many people over the years now I'm 52. So I've been fabulous <laughs> now for two years. Um, I remember back when I was 17, 18 years old. And of course, parents being parents want to do the right thing in, in sharing what they learned get a college education, get a good job with a good company, with good benefits, put your head down for the next 45 years and retire with a good pension and benefits. Yeah, well, exactly. that model doesn't exist anymore. 
and and something you said was was perfect. At the time of this broadcast, we are still in the pandemic and Corona and all of its effects in 2020, which I'm amazed Godzilla hasn't shown up yet. I've got him in the pool for November. So don't (laughs) jinx that. I've heard from so many people. Now my audience is actually pretty evenly split. I'd say 60% female to 40% male in the vision board work that I do. Mm -hmm. I've heard from so many people who said, oh my gosh, I don't want to go back to what I was doing. Like maybe they got furloughed or had to switch to work from home or whatever. All of a sudden they realized their souls have not been on fire in a long time. But it took the little shuffle of of a furlough or a situation or whatever to pull them out of that little rut and say, well, you got to go sit over here for a while. And then they looked back down into that rut and go, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to do that again. I don't want to be that person anymore. I hear that a lot. And, and I never know what that person means, but I do know that they throw the air quotes when they say it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that a lot of good things will come from this pandemic and it's people realizing maybe that those 60 hours a week that they were working and commuting and hustling, hustling, hustling for a job that didn't fulfill them. Yeah, it's not that important anymore. Let's get back to spending time out in the yard with our kids, going for walks, you know, with the the family and the dog and doing crafts together and puzzles. It's all about, it's the simple things in life. Hustling to to get ahead is, it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to make you any happier. So I agree. I've heard a lot of the same things. Yeah. I had somebody had to reschedule a radio interview a couple of weeks ago. He goes, oh man, I am so sorry. I have to reschedule with you. I promised my son every Wednesday morning I was going to spend the first uh, up until lunchtime with him. He goes, I'm really sorry. I'm like, don't even apologize. Because I think that is the greatest reason I've ever heard. I said, I will gladly reschedule. You and I can re, you know, can reschedule any time. I said, honor your your promise to your son and go have some fun. Go play catch or something. And I, I just thought it was so cool to hear that from a, from a fellow entrepreneur and professional that, you know what, I, I, I'd rather use that hour to hang with my son and my family and do something that's going to fire up my soul a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's great. Absolutely. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a perfect reason to have to reschedule. Yep. And I love it. And I, you know, for people that say, well, Steve, what are you doing now? Or, or it's so great you don't have to travel or or don't have to do this. Like, well, I still have to make a living. So I, I've had to adjust what I do. I can't be out traveling around, uh, flying around, being on stages in places now. So for me, it's since March, I've been dressing nicely from the waist up and <laughs> always wearing pants. I hear some people that just don't wear pants in their Zoom interviews. I can't even imagine that. But I've had to reshuffle how I do everything. Now I've got online learning now. Uh, doing Zoom calls. I've got a regular weekly group coaching call that mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of clients that join me on Monday nights. And and uh, my books are now, uh, I'm getting them up on lulu.com for print on demand. So, because I can't be traveling around with a trunk full of books anymore. Right. So it this has actually in a way helped my business a bit because it's made me work smarter mm-hmm. to, to take what I can do. So what are some of the courses that you have uh, available online now that people can can participate in of course so i've got different courses so i've got like a a clean eating type program so if any women are feeling like they just don't know how to eat healthy to get the energy and the focus um the good sleep habits that they desire i've got one of those for every single season 
I've got a fulfilled and fabulous after 50, which is my signature program, which is a 12 week program, but lifetime access. So it's something that people can revisit because I mean, you and I both, we, we know, like you don't just make a change once in your life and you go on forever. It, mm -hmm. it, we're constantly changing. <laughs> so you constantly revisit and grow. And so I've got that program. I've got all kinds of different programs. Let me think. Help you find your passion and purpose, which is a great program for women who are feeling lost and unfulfilled. So many on my website. I should have a list in front of me, and right now my mind's kind of going blank. But that's okay. We'll just direct people to your website because that's exactly. a really important place to go as well. <laughs> and I do that all the time. People say, "Hey, Steve, let's you know what are you all about? Like, how long you got?" Yeah, go so check much. out my that's website. And, yep. and of course, now the funny part is it's it's never let's go grab a coffee. It's, well, what's the link for your online calendar so you can mm -hmm. book something? And people go, come on, Steve. I used to just be able to pick up the phone and call you. I'm like, go to my online calendar. Pick a date and time that worked for you. Schedule it. It'll set everything up. They go, well, why do I have to do that? I said, look, my business coach saw the inside of my office and realized sticky notes and a ceiling fan don't work anymore. I am a professional <laughs> business owner. Yeah. Yeah. Those systems make lives so much easier. And for people too, that are looking to put their lives back together, take it in a different place. And, and the word passion gets beat up a lot. Some people say, Oh, I'm following my passion. I think passion is a key ingredient in anything you want to do, especially when you're in your second act, your third, your fourth, your fifth, your sixth act. And you still got plenty of years left in you. I think that's the time you've got to plug into something and not just say, I'm going to do this just for the money or, well, I'll tolerate it. I mean, I've known people over the years went for a law degree before they even graduated, they quit. And they said, Oh my God, I hate this. Well, why'd you do it? Well, cause lawyers make a lot of money. Right. I've had literally people say that to my face. Mm -hmm. I hate this, but well, they, they make a lot of money. Like, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to quit. And then they go do something else. And hopefully they do something else a little closer to their heart. Uh, what would be some suggestions you'd, you'd want to give to people right now, Karen, that are in the midst of this funk or what I referred to, referred to recently as the great parentheses mm -hmm. called 2020? Because we're kind of in between a lot of stuff right now. It's not quite, it's not the way it used to be, but we don't know yet what it's going to be like. And some people say the new normal, and I'm just saying, it's not normal. It's just whatever it's going to be like. Right. How this all shakes out. Yeah. So people are kind of in that fog right now, a little afraid to commit to stuff. What are some of the things that you would suggest for them to do to at least start to figure out a direction through the fog? Right. Awesome. So great question. So when I start working with women, a lot of the things that I help them focus on is one, what did you want to do when you were a teenager or young adult before maybe you had the guidance counselor or your parents to tell you, you know, to go after that safe career, the one that's going to make you money? Like, what did you enjoy doing? Was it working with pets? Was it, you know, like something creative? Did you love to paint with watercolors or play the guitar or the piano? Like, what are those things that, that they enjoy doing? What are those things that maybe they're envious of their friends that are doing now? You know, like you've got a girlfriend who works in an animal, animal sanctuary. Like this seems to come up a lot. You know, a lot of people love to do things like that. Explore college courses. Just start looking through, you know, the online catalog and see what are those things that light you up? Maybe you can take an introductory course in something that, you know, you might be interested in and you might not. I mean, it might be like, you don't like it at all, but you don't know if you don't try, you know, we can stay in our heads and try to figure out, 
but we get clear results when we actually take action. So um, I do a lot of meditating and journaling too. Like, what do I like to do? What lights me up? What do people tell me that I'm good at? Because a lot of times our gifts are things that be, they come so easy to us that we think it becomes, it comes easy to everybody else too. And then it takes a while to realize, oh my gosh, like this is really easy for me, but it isn't for other people. And a lot of times we have to give ourselves permission to be like, yeah, I'm a rock star at this. And let me pursue this and see what happens. Yeah. For those listening right now, you could not see me nodding violently when you said, <laughs> when others say, you're really good at this, but you just take it for granted and you think everybody else is. For me, it's humor and, and adding humor to things, punching up other people's material. One of my dear friends, Debbie Adair, is a fellow speaker. She's been on me for 14 years to charge other speakers to make their material funnier. And I kept saying, oh, come on. That's just, it's just so easy. Everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. Well, this year, Corona-related, all of a sudden, well, about a year ago, shortly before Corona, I started to get paid for it and started to get a reputation for it. And thank God this year, some people said, hey, Steve, during this downtime, I want to punch up my material. And I heard you were pretty good at this. And I picked up some new clients doing that. And it's such a joy for me to do that I kept saying, well, I just do it for fun. Well, Corona wiped out my other company this year. It's a DJ business. So there were no events. So I said, you know, it is fun. I'm good at it. I'm confident at it. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's my rate. And people just started paying it. Like, oh, well, that's wonderful. Thank you. Exactly. Because it is so difficult for other people. And for you, if it's something that you enjoy, it's easy for you. That's the perfect combination of ways to make money, you know, like of yeah. creating a business of something that you enjoy and can continue to do it. And it comes easily for you. And it, it's something that a lot of people need. So that's perfect. Yeah, I I did 43 speaking events, keynote speech for um, unemployment networking groups in Massachusetts and New Hampshire a few years ago. And I remember one in particular down in Lowell, Mass. Of course, you're talking to a room full of 40 plus uh, unemployed people. It's Mm -hmm. not a happy room. Some of them have been chronically underemployed or unemployed for quite a while. And there was a woman there and I asked, I said, so what is it? What's your field? She goes, I'm in insurance. I said, well, what do you love most about it? She crosses her arm. She goes, nothing. It sucks. And there were people in there who'd seen me before and they look at me and they, they, they're kind of nodding going, all right, funny man, let's see how you get out of this. And I said, well, what would you rather do? Like what lights your fire? Kind of like what you said. And she throws her thumb over her shoulder. He, and she says, this woman sitting behind me is my neighbor. and We want to start our own cupcake business. And she had the biggest smile on her face. I said, brick and mortar or kind of an online business and, and cook from home? She goes, oh, no, 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 cook from home. We recently did some stuff. Our daughters are in school together. She lit up and she started going a mile a minute. And our daughters came home and said, oh, my God, everybody loved your cupcakes. They want some more for the bake sale because we can raise a lot of money. And, and she just got all excited. I said, does your chair spin? And she goes, yeah. I said, do me a favor. Do a slow turn so everybody in the room can see your face right now. Mm-hmm. And she just lit, she lit up the whole room because everybody else got so excited to see that. Yeah. And one of the reason I share that is, is whoever is listening right now, if that's you and you're in the it sucks zone, mm-hmm. start asking yourself questions or have conversations with people and just see what's out there and potential and find something to get excited about. 
Absolutely. To go from having your arms crossed and like, I hate my job to having your face light up the whole entire room because you're following something you're passionate about. There's nothing better. Like that is just the best feeling ever. The other end of it is figure out a way to make money at it. Like I would love to just be blissed out and sit here creating motivational videos all day, but you got to determine the value of it and see what people are willing to pay for it. Find your market, define your market. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I still remember early on people saying, so young man, what do you do? I'm a motivational speaker. Why? Because I want to inspire people. Okay. That narrows it down to a million of you. <laughs> Who's mm-hmm. your audience? What do you share? What gifts do you bring? What are you passionate about? And work all that in. I mean, you've, you've got one program, you've got a, a, for those people who think you have to all of a sudden invest tens of thousands of dollars, remortgage your house and go climb a mountain with Karen and her camper for six months. <laughs> you have a five-day challenge. What's the five-day challenge all about? Because that's, that's such a nice, it's a bite-sized amount of time that could probably impact the rest of your life. Absolutely. So we just ran this five-day challenge a few weeks ago, and it's all about, like I mentioned before, those starting steps that you want to take in order to design a life that you love. It's taking a look at what did you enjoy doing as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult? What do you enjoy doing now? It's about your values. How do you want to feel? Like if you were, you, you know, you've got your book in front of you of your life and all of these pages to the right haven't been written yet. If you were to be able to write those pages any way you want, how do you want to feel? What do you want to be doing? Who do you want to be surrounded with? You know, it's just kind of taking a step back from your life because I think we get so caught up in the day-to-day drudgery, you know, for a lot of us of going to our job, going to, you know, home and doing the day-to-day tasks that need to get done and the chores and the errands and stuff that this is just like take, taking a step back and like, my life is mine to create. You know, I didn't get lucky to have this life that I have. I created this life. And so the challenge is helping women to really think about what do they want? How do they want to feel? What do they think they want to be doing? And then at the end of that, they actually get to design their ideal day. Like if you had the perfect day and you could spend it doing whatever you want, because we all have that opportunity, what would you be doing? And it, it just gives women, like I said, those five days where they can just pause and take a step back and look at all the opportunities, all of the options ahead of them and get them thinking about the things that they can start doing today that are going to lead to that life that they really do want. Yeah. And the funny part is, and I always laugh when I, when I hear that, because I remember my own story when the first couple of vision boards I did, I, I was, I was pushed and moved and shifted by what all the motivational gurus out there said success was. Mm-hmm. So I had the picture of, you know, the mansion, the yacht, the Lamborghini, the, the, all that. It's funny over the years when I'm working directly with people doing vision board work, just like you are working with women, mm-hmm. you say, well, what would your dream version of that be? And they say something that would not be part of the classic definition of success. You know, the fake version that, We were all fed for so many years. And they'll say, you know, I want to sit on my front porch in the morning with a steaming cup of coffee, listening to the birds and writing in my journal. That's what you should do. And and for me doing the vision work, I say, okay, go find a morning and take a picture of yourself or have your, your, your spouse, your partner, take a picture of you looking at the sunrise 
holding your coffee, pen and paper in front of you or, or whatever. And I said, look at that every day. It'll inspire you to want to do it again. So it's sometimes it is the simplest things and it's so within reach. Mm-hmm. So many people don't get, they think you have to fly to the top of this mountain or, or go spend a week on a, on a island with one of the gurus or whatever. It's so easy because all the seeds are right inside you. You just need somebody like Karen to ask you the right questions and point you in the right direction and just massage your, your, your message and your goals a little bit. And, and you've got the background to do this. I mean, you are a holistic health coach. You are a certified life coach. You didn't just one day say, I'm going to coach other people to do this stuff, <laughs> you know, and just on a whim, hang out your shingle and said, Hey, I'm a coach. No, I people ask not. me, what qualifies you to do this? I go, I lived it. <laughs> what do you, I took courses. I, I studied with people. I've read a ton and I've taken from my own life. And that's key. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the certifications and the educations are fantastic, but it's learning through my own experiences and helping women to avoid some of the stuff that I went through or to, maybe I can give them a shortcut or, you know, just sharing my experience and helping people see that they're not alone. You know, if they're feeling lost and stuck and struggling and unfulfilled, yeah, I've been there too. And if I can help you, then, then that's what I want to do. Yeah. There's no substitute for having lived through it. Yeah. No, I always say scars are a badass testimony to the fact that you tried. <laughs> maybe, maybe you didn't get it right on the first try, but it's even better if you don't, because then you're not lucky. Then you're skilled. Your skill, absolutely. And a lot of the people that I work with feel like they're afraid to make a change because they want to do it perfectly. They want to make the right change. They want to have, you know, the end result. They want to be able to see it. They want to know exactly that this is going to be the perfect thing for them. And I'm like, you, that's not how life happens. You try something, you go forward. I've learned more from my failures than I ever did, like you said, from the things that came easy. Like, oh, and yeah. I will happily share my struggles and my challenges and my failings, which aren't failings because I learned from them and I grew from them. But that's how life is. My coaching business has changed a million times in the past 12 years. It's not the same way it is today as it was back then. It's just getting started. Once you start moving forward, then life just unfolds in front of you. And it looks very different as you're walking along the path. You can't predict what's going to happen five years from now. You yeah. Just, you just make a decision today and move in a direction and life will bring you amazing places. Yeah. And always embrace the struggle. Oh my gosh. So many people are so afraid to say, well, I failed at that. Mm-hmm. I said, you ever try making brick oven pizza? And they start laughing. They go, no. I go, let me tell you about my brick oven pizza odyssey. My wife, Tina bought me a brick oven insert for our gas grill. And it works really great, but you have to get it to a certain temperature. You have to put the pizza dough in there with everything on it, certain way. And the first few times, don't even ask me how it's possible to do this. I got pizza (laughs) on the roof of the brick oven insert. Wow. Because I was trying to get the thing back up from under it, and I picked it up, and the pizza stuck to the roof, and that one was a waste. And then the other ones were where you got those big, like, puffy tumors in the crust, Mm-hmm. Or they were like the size of a fist. I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm going to get the pizza out of here now. And then they would just burn and fry. And it took me six months to get pizza into the shape that I refer to as round-ish. Mm-hmm. 
because I couldn't get them right. And finally, after trial and error, trial and error, spoke to a brick oven pizza guy who I ran into at a friend's party. He was there providing all the food and he gave me some tips and guidance and said, oh, hey, he goes, I do this professionally. Believe me, I've had my not quite roundish pepperoni stuck to the inside of the brick oven thing. Mm -hmm. He says, don't give up. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. And now I know how to make brick oven pizza without getting it on the roof of the brick oven. (laughs) And what you said is so key. It's like you ask somebody who has the results that you want to have. Ask them for support. Ask them for help. We don't have to go through life alone. We don't have to figure it all out. Find somebody who has the result you want or just the ideal of the result that you want. doesn't have to look exactly the same, but ask them for help. And that's, I think is key for a lot of people. You don't have to go through it alone. Yeah. And, and the pros are out there. I mean, don't just think that if you're, you're looking to create a better life that you got to hop on the phone with Tony Robbins. So many people say, oh, Steve, you're a motivational speaker. Do you know Tony Robbins? Well, crap. There's like a billion of us out here working as speakers. No, I don't know Tony. Right. Nor am I Tony. Nor do I want to be like Tony. Tony's Tony. Exactly. I'm just me. And you're, right. you know, you're not just Karen, but you're Karen. Right, and, and you may not be the same as, as some of the people who are out there more famous than we are, but yet we have our own authentic journey and our own authentic stories. And yeah. I get asked all the time, where do you find those stories to tell on stage? Like, are you serious? <laughs> have you not been watching my life over the past 20 years? I said, look, you know, the phoenix leaves the ashes and rises majestically into the sky. I go, dude, my phoenix rides a pogo stick. <laughs> and, and every time out of the fire, your tail feathers grow back and they're stronger and they're more beautiful and, and all that. But believe me, this didn't all happen on one, you know, not a one hit wonder here. Right. I rise up, I find a new challenge or something happens like Corona. And then you just adapt and you come up with new stories and new lessons to share with people who are just like you going through the same struggles and challenges. So you are your audience and that's the most beautiful part of it because you can speak with authority Mm -hmm. on what you're talking about. Right. That's so important is sharing my story and feeling like, yeah, I'm not trying to duplicate or imitate anybody else, Tony Robbins or, or anybody like that. I'm just showing up and being like, you know, this is where I'm at. This is my story. This is what I've learned. And this is what I'm trying now. And it's like you said, it's definitely been a roller coaster. It's up and down, but I'd rather have the roller coaster of life than just kind of flatline. Like I'm just doing the same thing for decades and decades and decades. There's no, no struggles and no challenges, but there was never any highs either. You know, you're just doing the same thing because it's safe and it's comfortable. I'd much rather, you know, have my challenges and my struggles and my upsets because I have so many successes and so many amazing experiences because of that. Yeah, I've I've always compared it to the roller coaster versus the merry-go-round. And there's nothing wrong with either one, but I prefer the roller coaster as well. Uh, Merry-go-round's cool, you know, fun music, and pretty horses, but it does go into that same predictable path every single day, the same thing. And if that's what you're into, Awesome. Love it. Pick the most beautiful horse, play the coolest music and just enjoy that ride. But for me, I got to blow the cobwebs out every now and then. So I need a new thrill, a challenge, a scare. I need new people to scream with all the time. Absolutely. And and it's screaming is a blast. And 
when you've done all the work to get over the top of that first hill, in the case of the old wooden roller coasters, the whole click, mm-hmm. click, click thing, when you get over the top, there's that moment that your, your stomach comes all the way up to your throat and your eyes get huge because you don't know what's coming next, but you know you can't do anything about it because you've earned every single step to be able to enjoy it. That's, the, that's my favorite part of the whole ride right there is that moment where you say, I can't go back. I've done everything it takes to get here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to look at the person next to me and we're both going to hang out to that bar. Hope they tightened up all the bolts and we're going to enjoy this ride. And when we get to the end of it, as much as we screamed, if we really enjoyed it, what's the first thing we want to do? Do it again. Do it again. Pick a new goal. And, you know, here you and I are into how many different stages and iterations of our coaching mm-hmm. over the past, well, 12 years for you, 15, 16 for me. And we're still always looking for that next thing. I mean, you're now, you're in a camper in the woods, 10 feet from a beautiful river. Come on. I, exactly. And as I think of it, it's like, I'm checking something huge off my bucket list. And it, like, this was kind of the big deal. This was like the, like I said, the retirement plan. And it's like, if I'm doing this now, I can't even imagine what's coming after this. You know, like I said, this was like what I was shooting for off in the distance. And I made it happen at this age, you know, at 52. And I just, like I said, I don't know what life's going to bring me. I just know that this is the perfect journey for me right now. And there's amazing things to come that I just can't even, can't even wait for. Yeah. And you will never, ever have to worry about doing what I call, in my case, the old man test, sitting on a front porch at 90 years old, wishing I had gone for it or regretting things I didn't try. Uh, I'm going to look down at 90 and see all these scars and giggle a little bit and go, I remember how I got that one. That's, you know, and that, and there's a story to that. And you'll always have the, Oh, when I was camping at this place and you know, when I remember how proud I was the day you put up the picture on social media saying I got lights for the camper. Yes. And that was so cool. I mean, I can see it right now when I'm saying it and, it was just so cool to, to watch this journey from somebody who I respect and, and to just say like, Oh my gosh. I mean, all these years ago, we talked about doing this and creating an impact and, and being authentic and real and genuine and, and walking our talk. And now you're towing your talk, which is even cooler. It is. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But anybody can do it. If you've got a goal, a passion, something that you want to do, something that's on your bucket list, make a plan and start doing that first next best step for you. Um, You can create any life that you desire and you don't have to wait. Yeah. And we talked about finding the people out there who are already doing it, living it, experiencing it. Well, if this applies to you, if you are a woman out there who is in your second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth act in life and you're looking for that next great thrill uh, right now I'm talking to the woman who is doing it and is the authority on it and can help you go through it as well so Karen what is the best way for people to reach out to you whether it's social media your website where's the best place for people to go besides just trying to track you down in the woods somewhere Right. Well, you could try to find me, but I'm always on the move. Um, But I'm at Fulfilled and Fabulous After 50. That's my website. Those are my social media handles. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on Facebook. And yeah, I'd love to have you join my tribe and follow my journey and share your journey with me. And we'll be sure to share the links too on the, uh, the radio show page as well. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate um, not only being here today, but, but your support over the past 12 years. It's been so nice knowing you and your amazing energy and your always positive attitude. Trying every day. That's what I tell people. They say, you're always so positive. I say, well, I'm always trying. Yeah. So if nothing else, hey, we gave it a shot today. And if it landed short of the mark, you know what? We just get up tomorrow. We do our best to make it even better because you never know who's hiding in the shadows somewhere who just needs to see that you're doing it and that maybe they can believe they can too absolutely karen thank you so much for being a part of the show i look forward to connecting soon and of course following your journey as you uh you trek into probably warmer parts of the country than new england but uh, i look forward to the pictures and hearing the stories and staying connected awesome take care steve thank you so much you too thank you bye Thank you for listening. For more information on how you can create a more vivid, focused future with the Vision Board Mastery Program, or to invite Steve to be part of your next event, please visit motivationalfirewood.com.